It's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don. Chaz Evans, you're checking out the hottest podcast in the world. The Three Count Podcast. Hit him with a, hit him with a three count. Pin him to the ground and the crowd go wild, man. Now I know we all like. Hit him with a three count. On the top row crowd already know how I fly to the flow line. Hit him with a three count. And your boy real chicka 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 real. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your cousin, your nephew. It's the Don Chaz Evans, and you're checking out the Three Count Podcast Debate Show. Always here with me. He is the landlord of the Dog Pound. He's the man that runs the show, because quite frankly, I don't do nothing, and my internet connection sucks. So, without further ado, let me introduce you, Red Dog, Cliff Miller. Hey, yo, it's the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the jobs done, and your friendly neighborhood Red Dog, the champion of Chit Chat, and the Donnie Wahlberg of the Three Count Podcast. And, uh, what up? <laughs> uh, not, not much. I just prefer, before we get into anything, I have I have something I need to address at the top of the show. Okay. Um, my my Twitter has been blowing up. For those of you who don't follow me, you need to at uh, Chaz underscore the Don, but also make sure you follow the three count as well. Ah, uh, because the, the three count put something out about me and a certain wrestler, and I'll call him out by name, Jay Bougie. Uh, <laughs> On a clip that said that, you know, it, it makes me look out to be the bad guy. I just want to let it be known that I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> I'm not the bad guy. When me and him met, it was all copacetic, cordial and everything. I was a fan. He had no business and he hit me from behind and ran away. That's all. That is where the beef starts. I'm not the bad guy. He's talking. He, I talk trash because what? He hit me, and he ran away. That's all I'm saying. He is. He's. He is yet to hit me in my face. He's like. He's yet to do that. So that's all I'm saying. He. It's about. I love Twitter. He. He likes to play Twitter fingers more than I do. I mean, let's be real. So I just oh, wanted to address. That. I just wanted to address that front. Okay. Just because it's because the three counts trying to start something, I just want to make sure I'm not the guy because he he's a straight liar. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I think our uh, I I think our uh, clips department they do a really good job of just like finding like fun moments and like putting it out there. <laughs> I, I was watching it. Was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> he's he straight up lied. <laughs> yeah, that's been the Twitter beef. That's the Twitter beef for the for pretty much all night last night and today. So if anybody's watching this versus Takeover, someone needs to do it. Baltimore versus uh uh New York. Yeah, I'm just saying. If if they wanna if they wanna do a, a five on five, I got I got I think I know who my uh, two people would be. It's like Columbia, yeah, Avengers. Oh, <laughs> like, 100%. I'm just saying, tell them all the secrets. You're on, <laughs> you, you, if you're the Avengers, you're the Incredible Hulk. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. You have PJ Savage. 
You know, we have a red dog. <laughs> <laughs> a big red dog. Bow! <laughs> Let's go! Okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to get drugged into that. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> uh, all righty. But enough of that. He does not uh, waste uh, my airtime. Y'all came here for a debate show. Let's debate some stuff. But let's get through some announcements first. If you have not already done so, you listen to me talk trash about Jay Bougie. Uh, go buy a shirt right there. Okay. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash three count pod. That's the number three. Also, follow us on all of our social media platforms at 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and 3Count pod, all one word, no space on Instagram and TikTok. And whatever live you are checking us out on, whether that be YouTube, whether it be Twitch, whether it be Facebook, make sure you subscribe, like uh, on YouTube, hit that bell button so that you never miss the video uh, when we uh, come out with one. Also, Cliff, let's send it on over to uh, Now Winter Ring. Tell us what we got coming up. Yeah, so let's talk about what's going on Tuesday. Tuesday for now, interviewing we have uh, Magic Mike Wendorf is going to be on. He's a nice dude. Uh, I've been following his uh, Facebook as well, his Twitter page. Hilarious stuff. He's a really great dude, so you guys will enjoy that. Uh, Wednesday, it is the return of Now Engineering 201 with our very own right there next to us, the Hood's Batman himself, the Don Chaz Evans, will be joining us. And then last but not least... On Thursday, you guys are going to get Nate Cobain will be entering the ring, and we'll be having conversations with him. And then uh, if you guys were paying attention to the IG page as well as our TikTok, and I think even on the Twitter it popped up, uh, you'll see all the episodes that are going to be coming out. So you guys get, like, the little cool sneak peek. Uh, plenty of episodes that are coming up, a lot, lot of content for you guys. So be on the lookout because a lot of episodes will be coming from 201 as well as a lot of episodes will be coming from now entering the ring 101. So keep your eyes out. All righty. Let's get down to it. Let's talk about it. First debate topic, Stephanie McMahon. All right. Shock of, uh, well, at least one of the shocks of the week. This has been crazy week, at least for the WWE standpoint. Um, AW, I guess, doesn't. Ain't really done nothing. They had a good week. <laughs> nothing bad, really. Uh, as far as the E, your uh, your friendly neighborhood WWE, a lot of stuff happened this week. Uh, first things first, Stephanie McMahon uh, taking a leave of absence from her duties. What does this mean for the WWE? Uh, we'll start with you, Cliff, and then I'll go. I'll come out with you. I think for right now, it just means that Nick Khan has a lot more responsibilities on his plate, which is going to be insane because that dude already runs everything else that's in WWE right now. Uh, and, you know, to be real, man, I, f- I don't I don't remember the last time Steph took a vacation. Like, I just don't. I don't remember hearing the last time that, that she took a vacation. She's always been on the go. She's always been, like, one of, like, the uh, linchpins of WWE, like, just holding it down. And uh, I think... I think, I mean, it's, it's good for her. I'm, I'm glad that she's going on a vacay herself. Uh, but as far as E, I don't know if anything changes as far as like, because, you know, she's the chief branding mm-hmm. officer. You know, what, what are they going to go do? Like Nick Khan is just going to hold down the fort for a little while. And then maybe she comes back. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But uh, you'll definitely see Nick's going to get, uh, Nick's going to start, you know, addressing more IP and trying to get more stuff together for all these wrestlers and stuff. And uh, we'll see how business takes off after she bounces. While all that might be true, I think uh, 
I think they get to sell. I think the 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 uh, long rumor that's been going around the past couple of years. I I think there is some uh, some substance to uh, WWE getting ready to sell. I mean, think about it. Uh, you know, I you never know. Like, because I think later down the line we're going to see Stephanie and uh, you know all the McMahon stock go away a little bit, and I think they're going to sell. I think this is. I agree. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, Stephanie's probably yes. Yeah, she's a vacation. Um, it's probably you know her husband. You know, Dan, they almost died. Uh, yeah. And she has they got they got, they got what two teenage daughters, and this is you know probably what, like the important times of their lives. She wants to be there for her family. All by all means, cool. like yeah, go be mom. You know, like she's already super mom as it is. You know, she is. So like just you know emphasis on the mom part. Like, but I do think uh, as well. It's, it's it's selling time. Um, just think about just think about how much they all oh, they made off of Peacock. They're just putting the network on there. Yeah, and that's just that's just content. Well, I mean, it's like what? I mean, it's over the last few years, right? So SmackDown deal being a billion dollars, Raw being a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, the Saudi Arabia deal was a billion dollars. The network itself was what? It was a billion dollars, right? Close to a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just crazy. Like over the last five years, they made you know close to four billion dollars just in those assets alone. And then not even to mention that NXT got sold for like a hundred million dollars on for NXT and NXT two So I don't know, man. Like maybe maybe they're looking to sell. Maybe this is kind of like the 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 long wait. But really, it's kind of funny because like we don't like Steph as a character, but we, we love Steph. We're, that's like, I feel like that's the one person that we can separate like character from person and everybody universally is like, you either really, you really, really like Steph outside of mm-hmm. WWE or you just despise her as a character, but it's not like she never blended those lines. Like you can definitely tell when Steph is in mom mode versus when Steph is like the character. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think to her, man, just best of best, best wishes. Like, enjoy your vacation. And I know you brought up a great point, man. Like, yeah, Hunter, Hunter had to retire this year, and you know they probably want some time together and with their family because you know you go through something like that, and then you got to go report to work. Like, how much would that suck? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, um, it's just, this is yeah, this is like this is just a, I don't want to say it's a trying time, but it's just. Yeah, you just you got to cherish those moments with your family. So, yeah, big up, you know, big ups to uh, Steph. Problem? Uh, nah. Uh, no, nah. Those two are locked <laughs> yeah, those two nah. are locked in for life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, temp check, temp check. I can tell you right now because the uh, AC here is uh, busted. It's hot, but. That's not what we're doing. Temp check. For those who don't know what temp check is, we give you our hottest and or our coldest wrestlers going into this week. Cliff, temp check. Let's start with the coldest wrestler uh, for this week. Uh, For me, right? Uh, It's going to sound crazy because, Chaz, I'm not going to take yours, right? Because we already know who you're going to say. But I got to say, this person probably sits underneath that person. That's Big Damo. (laughs) Because he showed up on Rampage and lost. <laughs> I love Big Damo. Killian, if you don't know who we're talking about, Killian Dane uh, showed up on Rampage and lost. So I'm going to say 
That's my cold. Even though he came out with a huge ovation, I'm going to put him in my coldest category. Uh, my hottest wrestler, I don't want to say wrestler, I'm going to say wrestlers, uh, the Usos. Because mm-hmm. let's be real, they had that fire-ass tag match, and they are the unified tag team champions. But let me throw one more wrestler out there who I think is going to be, let's, let's, call it, let's call it the under fire, right? Because it's like not really a lot of people going to know who we're talking about, but those who know, know. And that's our man who actually started the show last week, Chris Andino. Oh, you know what? It's crazy because that's actually my hottest wrestler of the week. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't like I no like I was going yeah the you know studio Andino definitely hottest wrestler going to the week um third like literally he's won three titles in two weeks two of those titles have been uh what you call it on PWI uh yeah one of those titles was won from yours truly over there the Red Dog um so yeah so my hottest wrestler going into this week. Is uh Studio Andino, my coldest wrestler, uh, of course. Oh, also, I didn't mention he oh, he won the Chocolate City Championship, also the one CW Bulletproof Championship in the same in the night. Same night. <laughs> in the same night at that. <laughs> um, I didn't know, I knew I kind of figured in being uh full transparency, I've always talked about I talk about Andino to everybody else. Never I've never really like, actually said it since so now I'm like telling it live. Um, but like and Dino is legitimately like the guy that crossed over for all of us and is doing it. And like being a friend of his and just like being there through the whole process is just cool to see. And like I'm like legit, like I legit root for him. Like he's like, like, like it's me. So I'm like much like I hope he takes it all in because he's he deserves it. So yeah. Definitely my hottest wrestler of the week. Christopher Andino. Like he's that dude. <laughs> He's he's that dude, and like people need to know. <laughs> like when you start mentioning it, like the big names on the Indies, make sure you mention the first and the fifty-first, the goat, <laughs> the Chocolate City champion, the Kayfabe Junkies champion, and your one CW Bulletproof champion, Christopher Andino. Anyway, but my coldest wrestler, as we all know, even though he got a dub, he's still it's it's not that it doesn't matter. Like really, it really doesn't matter. Like it's just garbage. He's just just trash. Basura. <laughs> My coldest wrestler of the week, Sean Spears. Makes sense. <laughs> uh just yeah. <laughs> One of these days, man, we're gonna get him on the show, and I can't wait to that day where you're like, and our coldest wrestler is somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I'd probably, I, I, I'd say it. I ain't afraid. I'd say it. I ain't scared. I ain't scared of Sean Spears. But there's a reason he's he's my coldest wrestler every week. I ain't scared of Sean Spears. That's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Anyway, so, but anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's do let's, let's do. talk <laughs> let's talk about it it's it's the talk of the week um Naomi and Sasha walks out of Monday Night Raw uh by now you know the story <laughs> but to give you the you know the Reader's Digest version 
uh, Naomi and Sasha uh, um, were to uh, be in this, you know, the main event of Monday Night Raw. This little, what was it? Six pack. It was a six pack challenge, correct? It was a six pack challenge. Right, six pack challenge. Um, I know Dewdrop was in it, and I know Nikki Ash was in it. I forget who else, but probably six pack challenge. Uh, I think was it Naomi was supposed to go over or Sasha? One of them. Rumor. Was- Rumor. Rumor Naomi was supposed to go over. Okay, rumor Naomi was supposed to go over when she's faced Bianca at Hell in a Cell, and Sasha would end up facing Ronda at Hell in a Cell. Um, they didn't like that, um, especially figuring uh, finding out that they would all they the tag titles wouldn't be defended until Money in the Bank. Um, kind of, they did not like it. That's what they did. They tried to get it changed with Vince. Uh, one of the producers said, you know, they thrown out that they had bad attitudes about it. They put the titles at Vince's desk, pieced out. Um, as the week went on, WWE went, they sent a press release, which they don't normally do, talking about, and then they, you know, they start badmouthing them subliminally throughout the week, um, and all their promos. They knocked, they took their merch money down, uh, merch stores down off the site, everything. They took, even took, uh, what, Sasha out the intro, the WWE intro, and put Cody there, which... I thought I think being a petty person myself, I thought it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, is it was what the, what was it unprofessional? Was it unprofessional? We we know that the talk we know the talk is you know they're standing up you know for themselves and 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 everything. What is, where are you at, Cliff? Was it unprofessional? All right, so. Was it unprofessional? Yes, it was unprofessional. But it is something to be said, right? So you have John Laurinaitis going through and telling Vince McMahon that sometimes you got to stand up to the talent and let them know they can't get away with the things they can't get away with. And, you know, then you are the one having to go deliver that message. And then they go and they take their tag titles and drop them on your, on your tape, on your desk and walk out. Like, that's crazy. Uh, I understand like the point, right? Because obviously you have these women's tag titles. They haven't really been kind of showcased at all in, and since, since the inception, right? Uh, very few teams have actually held them. Obviously like the gold role models did. You obviously had, you know, uh, Iconics, right? Iconics! There's no, there's no real tag team that has been put together. It's always been like two females. They just kind of throw together and just hope that they're gonna make them the tag teams, right? And that's been kind of the problem. That's been like the the way they've kind of been pushing it, right? And Sasha and Naomi also believe the same thing that Sasha and Bailey believed was that there should be a legitimate women's tag division, right? And on NXT, you have the women's tag titles that really, I mean, I love Toxic Attraction, but that's really been like the only team to really hold those titles, like a real team. And you have all these single stars that come and wrestle and they just throw them together and, and, and you guys are going to be the tag champs. Or you guys are going to be the, the tag team face the tag champs, right? And even to an extent, Sasha and Naomi were a thrown together team. Even though we know their history with Team Bad, they were just a thrown together team. And then they went and won the tag titles. And they wanted to face tag teams, right? Nikki ASH, right? And Dewdrop. That's not a team. That's just two people who are Welsh that they threw together and th- are Scottish. And they threw them together and just threw them out there and was like, you guys go work as a team. And that obviously wasn't the chemistry wasn't working with them, right? Liv 
and Rhea, right, were a team. Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea, Rhea were not a team. Like, these are teams that weren't – they were just put together, right? Even if you had, like, the Riot Squad, right, Ruby Soho and Liv at one time were a team. Like, but there's no history in, in, the, in the women's division to actually make teams. They don't have enough women on the roster to make a tag team division. And I feel like that's where Naomi and Sasha were coming from. They're like, yo, we want a tag division and we want to hold these down and we want to defend them every, every month, like the men's titles do. And, you know, instead they were like, uh, no, we're going to put you in the six pack challenge. And I originally it was Naomi was going to pin Sasha to get, to get it, to get over. And they went to, they went to Vince, got it changed so that it was rumored. Nikki ASH was going to take the pin. Then it became, well, you guys are going to get tagged. You guys are going to get championship matches at uh, Hell in a Cell, but neither one of you are going to win. And, you know, that's it. And they're like, well, we're your tag champs. Why should we take the pins? Like, that doesn't make sense. And I think it makes it, and their argument is perfectly logical because if you look at like the Usos, right? You're not telling Jimmy or Jay, hey, you're not telling Jimmy and Jay, like, hey, by the way, you're going to face, and let's be, let's, let's just for perspective, let's just separate this, right? Uh, you're going to face Big E, and you're going to face Drew McIntyre. Neither one of you are going to win, even though you're the tag chance. Neither one of you are going to win, but we just want those matches together. Like, that doesn't make sense. Well, I so, think – because the issue is that – the issue falls down to is is they don't have they don't have anyone built to face Ronda and face Bianca. That's like, that, that's the problem. If you, look at, if you look at the roster, especially with Charlotte now, you know, gone – they don't have anybody that they, they have built to look like legitimate competitors against, you know, the champions. You can make a, like, you can't say Rhea because what Rhea's got her own thing with, with judgment day. She's yep. gone. She's not even in the title picture. She's doing something else. Like that. Will it probably lead to that later down the road? Yes, but they got to build that up. And then, exactly. okay. Who's your other stars? On, who's your other stars you got? Uh, let's see here. Oh, what's Sasha doing? Oh, is it the tag champ? Oh, we'll just take her. Do use her. You know, she's Sasha. a star anyway. Exactly. She's you know, it's Sasha. She's in, you know, she's she's a Mandalorian. <laughs> and then, you know, they had that great match at Royal Rumble, which by the way, they had a great match at Royal Rumble. The chemistry's there. It's mm-hmm. just that I understand where Sasha and Naomi are coming from because it's like, yo, why are you why are you just taking the tag champs and it's like, hey, we're gonna put you in to, and people are like, they're championship opportunities. That doesn't matter when you're it's trying to build something. Something, yeah, yeah, no. It's just like your IC champ, right? Like, imagine Shinsuke Nakamura if he was the IC champ. Like, well, let's not do that. Ricochet. Are you telling me that if you told Ricochet, hey, Ricochet, we're going to put you in this championship match against Roman Reigns. Hey, you're not going to win, but at least you're there. You're not going to do that because that's your IC champion. That's a champion regardless. You're not going to do that stuff with uh, Theory. You're not going to be like, hey, Theory, we're going to throw you in this championship match against Roman Reigns. And you're not going to win, but, hey, at least you're there in the championship picture. Like, no, you're not going to pin your champion because it's stupid. And I think it's the same thing with the women. Like, they're your women champion. And people, wrestling fans, know that. So why would you put why would you put your champions and have them both lose? Like, are you telling me that 
you're planning on doing uh, Bianca Belair and Ronda Rousey as a tag team to face the tag team champions, so you can have them both lose the championship matches and then try to go take their titles? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, if that's the story you're telling, then, all right, Sasha and, Sasha and Naomi are in the wrong. But if you're not telling that story, it's 100% on you then. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, I, I don't, so I, all that I agree with. I have to disagree with it being unprofessional. Uh, I, I, I'm going to lean towards that um, because of the simple fact is, is that uh, number one, in order to get changed, you got to be, you got to make it everything. You got to make people uncomfortable. Like, let's just be, like, change doesn't happen, in, you know, in, in, in comfort. Um, all of that point in case of, of how, you know, I think what they're doing, I think they know what they're doing. And it is un- WWE has blown this up out of way proportion. Um, I think I do think it's kind of wrong, you know, and it's a little fucked up on how they they have been carrying the situation. As far as putting out a press release, Brock Lesnar threw the title right at Vince McMahon. There was no press release. No, there have been countless of countless of crazier things that that company has done. And things that have happened in that company that everyone knows about. I have never pressed press release. You know what, though? Here's here's my issue why I say it's unprofessional, right? Okay. Dak Prescott wants to get more talent, right? Let's say he wants to get another star receiver for the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. But Jerry Jones and everybody else tells him no. So he walks away from the field. Is it unprofessional? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's no. <laughs> you said yourself it's unprofessional because he's he's a contracted athlete. And as much as I want to, as much as I listen to other people, and I'm like, yo, I disagree, but I agree because it is unprofessional because they are still contracted wrestlers. You still have a job to do. You just walk off your job, like anybody. If we this. did, okay, listen, we are average. We are average Joes. If we walk away from a job because we're unhappy, guess what happens? We don't get indefinitely suspended. We get fired. <laughs> like, that's well, it. this is the thing. Well, then guess what? I know, but also look at it like this: because uh, it, they they know they're not getting fired. Yeah, they know that. <laughs> because if they got fired, they're going where? Right to the competition. I also I, I get you can't I feel like when you you put it in the average joke those are entirely different situations because they're you know what I'm saying which is why I started I with Dak Prescott but yeah yeah I, I I mean I get that too as well but like I think but it also the same I mean yeah Lamar Jackson says I need some talent guys give me a receiver I can't run everywhere well then I mean that's no different but that's not fine that's no different well I mean that's no different than what LeBron James does. He'd be collusioning. He'd be texting all the boys. and Yeah, but and LeBron, but has LeBron ever walked off the court? I mean, like, like still, just, I'm not playing until we get – I'm not playing a single, I'm not playing a single minute until we get somebody here. <laughs> but collusion is against, the, is against the rules, though, right? No, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely – I didn't say that LeBron James is the most professional player. I'm just saying – I'm just saying, though. Least, but is, is, that, is, is, that, is that the same thing? Is that unprofessional, though? 
Yeah, he's 100% unprofessional. LeBron is 100% an unprofessional athlete. I get it. I'm with it. Because, I mean, you can't tell me that he shows up to Cleveland after the Miami stint and goes, hey, yo, we got to get rid of him and bring in Teron Lue. Like, you fired the coach. You didn't even get a chance to talk to him. You're like, he got to go. And I need, I need, uh, I, what's his name? Uh, Kevin. I need Kevin down here, too. Just get rid of Andrew Wiggins. Just trade Andrew and give me Kevin Love. Like, that's what he did. And he does it everywhere. That's, it is what it is, right? At that point, he's unprofessional for it. But I've never seen LeBron James be like, you know what? If we don't get, if, <laughs> If we don't get this man on the court, I'm not playing a minute for you guys. He goes ben Simmons did it. That's Ben Simmons. He's trash anyway. But I'm just kidding. Yeah. This man got a hurt back. He can't even play a minute. I'm say Ben Simmons out here like, ah, my back, ah, my shoulder, <laughs> my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you look at, like, some of the other pro athletes, like, let's say premier athletes, I'm not even talking about, like, your average pro athlete, right? Like, I'm not talking about your, your your average dudes, right? I'm talking about your elite players. Like, if Drew Brees was, like, to be like, I'm not playing a single down until you guys get me a star receiver. Like, that, but, dude, you signed a contract. Like, that's your contract. The reason why they can't get a star receiver is because of you. <laughs> like, But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, if he did that, all of us would be like, yo, you unprofessional as shit, dude. Like, you gotta go. And I feel it's the same way with Sasha and Naomi. Like, you know, rumor had it that Sasha rumors have it that Sasha has like two months left on her contract, right? Before she has to re up. But it's like at the same token, it's like, who cares? You have that two months left. Yo, <laughs> at least finish out your two months. Kyle Riley did. Johnny Gargano did. <laughs> like you in the same boat. No, there's no way. There's no way. It's I didn't hear that. Her contract is up in two months. Yeah, really? was, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say a certain Dave may have said that, but oh, I'm just God. saying that. It's that's rumored. Cool. That's why I said that's it's rumored. That's extremely interesting. Yeah. So for her to be like, yo, if I can't get this, if I can't get these tag titles up and running, why do I want to stay in the business or stay at least here? You know? Right. It, but regardless, I'm just saying, yes, it was unprofessional for them, but it was necessary for what they had to get accomplished. And I agree um, with that. It wasn't unprofessional any other time, you know, when, when Naya and, 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 and uh, Charlotte with throwing both blows in the ring. That's not unprofessional, did right? You, did you see Nia walk off? <laughs> like, after that match? Did she just walk out of the company and be like, I'm not coming back? I mean, that's fine. Did, did Nia Jax walk off when she broke Becky's nose? <laughs> like, I'm not saying she's the most professional wrestler either. I'm just, just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. It's just it's unprofessional. <laughs> Now, you know, it's deemed unprofessional. I also think they, they've, you know, especially I think what, what really blew me, uh, Michael Cole said I'm on SmackDown, and you can see the clip. Um, it's on on Twitter everything, and Pat McAfee's face tells it all. Um, that's why I love Pat McAfee. Uh, he's a treasure, um, and we need to enjoy Pat McAfee while we have him <laughs> commentating. Like, this, <laughs> like he's so good. Um, and, you know, the only little spiel, they're explaining the – um, the whole thing saying they're indefinitely suspended uh, and that they're going to have a tournament for the uh, tag titles, which uh, which is crazy because there's no teams to do that with, but hey. Um, uh, so to clarify that point, right, about the Rick Rude situation, because that was a, that's up there. No, Rick Rude actually finished out his contract with WWE. WWE taped 
their segment, and oh, yeah, then yeah. Rick left, and he just didn't tell him he wasn't resigning. He just did the segment. He just left, walked off, and it showed it to WCW, which was live. <laughs> so that was on WWE. They filmed that segment like on a Thursday, and then Rick's contract ended on that Saturday. He showed it to WCW on that Monday. Yeah, Monday. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Shut yeah, it's yeah, but he but Cole, contract. <laughs> Cole saying that they let us down and all that, I think is a bunch of baloney. Ta- you know, know who that was. I know that I yes, yes, we know who it was. It was yeah, it's 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 bogus, it's bullcrap because you know they there are people who you know who was done worse and the whole making out of an example out of people thing, I think is legit bullshit. Is is as well like no. Like what the grown man, how the grown man gonna make an example out of me? Like what? <laughs> oh god, like no, it's like it, they're not property. I right, let's keep it like and I think that's the thing. These are these are human beings, and I think there's there are certain lines that don't need to be, you know, as far as your place of employment. Right. Because as because as clear as day, they can leave and go somewhere else and make more money. And what's the and which is, no, which is, which, is, which, which is which is the you know the trend nowadays? It, it was something someone brought up. They're like, "What?" Because like obviously, like if they get released from the company, right? They have that ninety day no compete clause, depending on the contract situation. What's the fine? What's the fine that WWE forces those wrestlers to pay if they walk off and go somewhere else? Because I don't remember. I remember them like being pissed about Brock breaking the ninety day period and going to New Japan and competing. But I don't remember what the fine was that they fined Brock Lesnar for a breach of contract. Oh. I don't know. I have to go look that up. If somebody knows that too, drop it in the chat. I definitely, I'll definitely put it up. But yeah, it's um, because I definitely want to find out. I mean, let's be real. Mercedes has it. She got Disney money. <laughs> she, got <Disney laughs> she got Disney money. She just finished the second season of Mandalorian. I think she's gonna be okay. <laughs> she got Disney money. I know, and I, I know that she's gonna bring her back. So, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. she's don't it's be funny how it, it's funny. Not be because, like, if, she's a, if she's not in all, uh, if she's in, uh, you know, shows up in Obi Wan. Yeah. <laughs> well, WWE cool. gets so petty with like everything because they took, like you said, they took her out at the beginning. Right, and they put in uh Cody, but then obviously, like Chris Jericho, same thing that they took him out the, the opening as soon as he was announced to go to AEW, they took him out the opening and replaced him. Like, yeah. there's just it's just the pettiness that, like, yo, you know, like, you don't want to put you don't ever talk about Dean Ambrose being in uh the shield, right? So, whenever you do yeah. interviews with the shield, you make sure that you focus on you focus the camera like on the two thirds to the left because it's always Seth and, and Roman, but you never yeah. talk about what's going on like on the right of those guys, which is just but you know, John the thing is this, chilling. and they but which I love that they do that you know, Seth and Roman do they but they make sure that anytime they, they do go that shield route, they mention my uh, they always go mocks. You never yeah. see Dean, which is, yeah, which I think is, which is kind of cool. But yeah, unless, it's, unless you're John Cena, then you're like, like, you ran off Dean Ambrose, <laughs> right? Facts. It's 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 childish. It, it, it's it, it's childish, and I think it, it's just it, it's it's not fair to them because they don't do that to no one else. Actually, I like this. I think Tony would cover it. 
that's actually not a bad statement. Like if they were going to get right, part, and that's another thing too, right? Like he's. It could. Okay, so look, I, I, that's one thing. Yeah, I was, let's talk about that. So, like, yeah, I think yes, because we've already seen, you know, the people who let their contracts expire, who wait out there, you know, they do their days, you know, they do their time, which sounds bad. <laughs> do their time, you know, get out. Sound sound like it's the military. <laughs> do your time, get out, go somewhere else. <laughs> um, they're all doing that. Like they, what Johnny Impact? Also, those who got released as well, they're going to AEW because why not? It's the next best thing, really. You're getting, you know, you're you're globally on TV. You're not, you know, not as big as you know the E, but you're in different countries. You're on a, you know, TNT, like you're on, like or TBS. You're on Turner. You could probably get paid, you know, a brick more, you know, ton of money, and you go, you know. You get to work with new people. So why not? It's, you know, it's something different. It's just, why not? You don't have to do the loop. You no know, house shows. And especially, like, why not? And they want to edit in, hey, who does to say that they don't do the indie scene? Right. Who's to, who's to say that, you know, the Sasha goes back on the indies? It says here, they're supposed to be independent contractors. Fees in their contracts is ridiculous. I agree. I agree, I yes. Agree. I mean, no one has more reason to be upset about their situation than Cesaro when we, he is there. Uh, he should have been a world champion. Yeah, I think. I okay, so Cesaro I think for me, we have two. We have two points I want to kind of cover. Right, I do agree that freezing their contracts is ridiculous. Like, you know, they do it for multitude of reasons, whether like for women to get pregnant or injuries, you know, God forbid, or you know, mental health. Right, they just freeze their contracts and just tell them they got extra time that they got to do. So yeah, as an independent contractor, I think it's stupid that WWE does kind of kind of thing where they're just like, "Well, you're not here with us. We're just gonna tack this time on the end." And uh, yeah, so I think that's 100 percent dumb. And for me, I think uh, the Cesaro situation uh, is interesting because Claudio just really wasn't given a chance to like do his mic work. It was just, well, he's a guy who can wrestle, who's a good hand that we can put with anybody, and he's going to mesh well. And I think that's the problem, was that, yes, he's very charismatic, and his wrestling does a lot of the talking for him, but he is also a good talker, and you should let the man speak on a mic. And unfortunately, that's not what was going on. I agree with you, though. What's funny is that wrestlers going to AEW or Impact, right? Because we've seen a couple people show up. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting, though, because, like, you know, you see these guys who are who just wait their contracts out, right? And to give examples of guys who I would legitimately say wait their contracts out, right? Uh, Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, because they all waited till the very last minute to bounce. They didn't they didn't quit the company like Tony Storm and then get released or like Jeff Hardy and then get released, right? And have to wait to 90 days. You're talking about guys who legitimately just waited and it was like, you know what? I'm not going to sign on. Sorry, guys. I'm out. So I think those guys very much like are obviously in a different kind of category to me than uh, a Tony Storm. Keith Lee got released. That's a whole different story, right? Mm-hmm. Like the guy did everything that the company wanted and was trying his best and the company just lost faith and they just gave up. So that was on them. But 
I think guys who want to actually legitimately wait their contracts out and bounce, that's that's it. Like, I'm kind of curious because, like, I did with that rumor about Sasha only having like two months left on a contract. I definitely want to see if that's like something that happens. So, like, in two months, you know, they can say they're going to freeze their contract all they want, but her contract ends. So, what happens then, you know? So, I definitely, I, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's the trend of the, you know, if they're not happy there, they're going there, you know, they, they're going elsewhere. And I guess like, like you know, the indie scene's popping. Who's to say that you know, you know, Mercedes or or Trinity work the indie scene, right? You know, why not? So yeah, it's it's it, it's it's. I don't like I said. Uh, I don't think it's unprofessional. Um, I think it's just you know sometimes you just gotta do. You got this. It's just a job. It ain't your life. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like. They don't. They, they legitimately. They, they, you know. They don't care about you. <laughs> they know they're expendable. I mean, like, to be real, no. They got a bunch of PC. They got all them people down there in the PC. That can be the next. You know, the next Flash of Banks. I know. I, and you know, I know that. And I know that's how they. That's how they work. You know, that's how they feel. So. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they did before in the 90s. We saw it. Fake Razor and fake Diesel. Fake Razor, fake Diesel. Like, we own that name, so we're going to have... There's Razor Ramon. <laughs> I'll never right. forget that. But, Kane All right, let's go. Let's Diesel. That's, oh, my gosh. But I found that out. I think it was... I was just... It was, it was, it was, it was crazy. And, and, you know, and I go back and watch, I'm like, oh, really? Just really? <laughs> Let's, we can talk about this all night. All night. Let's move on to match of the week. That I'll give you uh, my match of the week, man. Uh, is uh, Adam Cole versus Jeff Hardy from Dynamite? Honorable mention. <laughs> Chaz is having problems, by the way, guys. You guys can't tell. As he's trying to talk, and obviously his stuff is cutting in and out. So that happens. So don't worry, guys. It happens. We have technical difficulties. It is what it is. It's just what's happening. Uh, but to let you guys know, the reason why I chose Adam Cole so, and can you hear me now? Oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't really like it. He, you didn't like that match. It's funny how he just got, he's gone. Yep. Just now. <laughs> yep. I hear you guys. Don't hurry. Really like it. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Are you good? Because you're cutting in and out really bad, bro. <laughs> this is going to be great. So for people who can't see us right now, who are listening to this on the podcast, Chaz's computer legitimately has been staticking out, breaks really, up, and really then like he tries to come in and have a conversation, mm-hmm. and it's just not happening for him. 
just give you guys the idea of people saying, uh, he's gone, the best show ever just now, and then uh, he became a robot. <laughs> he did. And his uh, his computer right now All is right, actually can on you, can, you hear me? can you, are you good? <laughs> is his microphone good? <laughs> oh, this is great. I love this. Uh... I thought it was an okay wrestling match. And obviously, I don't give you guys my uh, my top because of the Red Dog Power Rankings. That's where I give you my top wrestling match. But with the honorable mention, Jeff and Adam, I thought they had a good match. I thought it was fair. Um, as Except for everything. Uh, with all the other matches that are going on, you guys will see in the top 10. It's, like, it's, it's definitely a huge difference. So, yeah, we'll go from there. So, I'm going to read some of the comments that are coming in. Someone says, tag them out. <laughs> that... Um, as far as contractors are concerned, it's the Janet Jackson syndrome. What have you done for me lately? That's true. That's true. It's very true. Uh, it is the what have you done for me today? Because, uh, yeah, there's just uh, it's it, it it is what it is. Like, you know, as far as uh, fans are concerned, they all want to see what wrestlers are doing for them now. Like we could talk about Roman Reigns and how he's holding the title down by himself. Can I can hear you? Can you hear me? I've got you now. Can you hear me? Um, can you hear me now? It's like live. No, he can't. So what will probably end up happening is he'll probably get kicked out and then he'll come back into the chat. Uh, but no, I have to agree that the, the biggest situation is with, um, uh, with with wrestlers today, man, like fans want to know what's gonna be on. See, I told you guys we're gonna get kicked out. Um, fans want to know like what you're doing for me now instead of what you you know what you did for me, the work that you built up. It doesn't make sense, you know. So it's it's just crazy. Um, let's see, someone else in here says Eli Drake, LA Knight should walk out. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's happy where he's at. Uh, he gets this great. He's in a good position. He's very happy with where he's at. Uh, obviously, you know, he's a very talented wrestler, and everybody knows that who's ever watched him work. But he is very over, and, you know, I think WWE sees him kind of getting older and wants to use him as a manager and get some uh, some of the other talent over. So he said it. He said he's going to come up to it, too. Yeah, that name. <laughs> said that name, though. The name is definitely – it's going to – this crazy part, though, is that – you know, Vince, Vince said this before, and he was talking about the Viking Raiders, right? That more people would know the Viking Raiders by the Viking Raiders than they would ever as War Machine. And uh, he's not wrong. Like, a lot of people know the Viking Raiders as the Viking Raiders, right? So, <clears throat> it is with that. You know, it's crazy. Wasn't it like Max Dupree? Something like that. It was it was a crazy name, but yeah, I definitely agree. It's it's a different it's a different name, especially like someone like Walter, right? We all love Walter. We all see him, uh, but his name as Gunther, right? It's weird, but more non wrestling fans are gonna know him by Gunther than they're gonna know him by Walter. Like we're like the hardcore wrestling fans are all gonna understand that's Walter, right? But the average, you know average fan that just watches SmackDown or Raw is only going to know him by Gunther. They're not going to know him by Walter. Even if the fans go off crazy and we're like, yeah, we love Walter. We're going to be like, who's Walter? So it is kind of crazy uh, with that. So I don't know, man. That's kind of kind of the name thing. Like It always gets me, but then I have to think about it too. Like More fans are going to know you by this name, right? Because like MVK, right? 
you guys know uh, M- MKV, right? Sasha Banks is name on the indies, right? Everybody knows her by Sasha Banks now. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Even uh, 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 Cesaro, we were just talking about him. Claudio, right? That's uh, that's his name. Like people know, some people know him by Claudio, some people know him by, uh, some people know him by Cesaro. But the crazy thing is, your average wrestling fan out there, once they see him on the indie scene, he's gonna come out as Claudio Cesaro, like because that'll be something that people remember him by. So it is very weird. I definitely understand. Uh, let's see, because he just popped, oh, he hasn't popped back in yet, so he's getting ready to pop back in. And then we'll talk more about what's going on. Let's see. And you back? Do you at least have audio? He said, I completely agree. Appreciate it, Andy. And you you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. (laughs) We all can hear you. Can you hear us? That's the catch. Maybe you walked out. (laughs) Chaz walked out? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) No. Oh, you cannot. What do you mean I can't do what? Ah! Oh, he's saying, we can't see you. <laughs> you become Cena. <laughs> I love some of these comments that are coming in. This is the best show. <laughs> it is so delayed. <laughs> you know what might help you, though, man? Is you got dumped by the internet. Oh, no, everybody letting you know, bro. <laughs> You should probably just do the show on your phone. It would just it would just make sense. You know, Chaz has an iPhone. He can, you know, that's what elite people use. <laughs> I have my laptop. <laughs> that's what I use. <laughs> oh, this is so good. I love this. Baby's not true. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Via yes. <laughs> Via satellite. That's that's what we're getting right now. Is Chaz via satellite. It's that weird, awkward delay that comes in. Uh yeah, so what are some of the topics you guys want to talk about? If you guys want to you guys want to throw one in, we could definitely put it up there and we can talk while Chaz deals with this technical difficulty. So I gotta switch the banners back and forth each time that he has to bounce, which is funny. So one thing that we're going to start doing for the show, too, we're going to talk to you guys about it, is we're going to have a segment called This or That. Uh, obviously, Chaz will pick one thing. I'm going to pick another, and then we'll, we'll debate it out there. Uh, but we do want to bring this up to you guys, too. So here soon, we are doing the greatest tag team of all time. So it'll be a show that we've been talking about doing for like a year now, and we just never did it because, you know, things always fall apart. It is what it is. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where you guys think we're going to do four eras, right? So uh, 1960s, 1980s, 90s, 2000s, and the 2010s to 2020. So you guys can get all of these cool segments coming up 
Um, and then uh, thoughts on Dominic going solo. It's interesting to see that Dominic may be running solo. I'm definitely with it. Uh, he needs to be going solo anyway. And he's back from out of space. Just turned around now. This is the worst show ever. <laughs> I want to apologize to everyone for our technical difficulties. We pride ourselves on being a uh, very smooth running operating show. Um, this is not like three count podcast, so I apologize. Um, in order to make you guys feel better, you should buy a shirt. <laughs> better internet. Yeah, they're right there. Just pick them up. <laughs> Get better internet, so I won't be able to. Uh, you know. Yeah. So we're taking a couple questions really quick. So one okay. question is: What's your opinion on Judgment Day? I'm all for it. I think it's going to be something like Evolution was building up, like the stars. You know, the next stars, like like how East Orton was. But I think Edge will be like the mentor ordeal, and then they'll have like another somebody else. I yeah, think, I agree. at least for me, that's what I think. I think that's what you're doing. Is you're building <laughs> up the future. I, that's how I would book it. But who am I? I think I think it's the future. What you're looking at, right? So you're looking at that uh, evolution type. Uh, I'm. I want to see, and I know Edge is that that older veteran that you know Hunter was, uh, but I definitely want to see someone kind of like older above him, right? And I'm not talking like I'm not talking like a Rick type, but I'm looking for, you know, it's gonna sound crazy, right? But I would love to see like a Dean Malenko type, right? Get in there and just kind of be like that mentor to all of them, like he's the one that's kind of leaned on. But obviously Dean is in AEW, so. So what, That's not gonna happen. You know, um, I do. The, the rumor is Tommaso Ciampa is yeah. is is to take is supposed to be the next person. Then again, who you know? Yeah, but that's an all rumor. But yeah, it, I, I I'm all I'm all for it. That's probably the only thing that's going for Raw at this point. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but all Yo, right, so let's, let's get into this or that. This or that. This is this, this is something new. Let's go, Cliff. Let's let's go with it. Let's do it. All right. So we're going with tag teams, right? So last week you guys heard us. We were talking about it. Kind of inspired off of uh, the Jericho versus uh, Michaels debate. So I was thinking we should do a segment called This or That, and we can argue. We just pick two whatevers, and we can just argue it out, right? We can debate it out. So I thought it'd be fun just to do tag teams, right? And obviously, you can debate your tag team versus my tag team. I'm taking my favorite tag team of all time as the greatest tag team of all time because they are uh, the Legion of Doom. Like, there's no one that can tell me that the Road Warriors were not. They were in every single promotion, every single promotion that they worked. They were either they were really over and they were champions, right? And I'm not talking about draws, although, you know, we love you draws. I'm not talking about hide and Reich. No one remembers that. I talk about Hawk and Animal and Paul Ellering. Those three just running shot on everybody, right? These guys set the trend for what great tag teams are and are going to be. They had everything that people were looking for as far as power, strength, uh, speed, agility. They were just dudes who were just massive, man. So I would think to myself that there's there's very few teams that can hold the category of greatest tag team of all time in all eras 
But I think Legion of Doom is one of those guys who can. Aha! Wrong you are. You are entitled to your wrong opinion. As good as the Legion of Doom was, they uh, are just, you know, just a stepping stone to what I think the greatest tag team of all time is, and that is Arn and Tully. All right, four horsemen. Um, I I gotta I gotta really I have to really caveat that Arn and Tully is is pretty much the basis of modern day tag team wrestling. I think when you had the you know the horsemen, you know the Rock and Roll Express, you know that generation of tag team, you know, is what you know. That's modern day. That's pretty much what you see. That's the Usos, you know. That's you know FTR, of course. Like FTR are just you know mirror images, literally, of you know, you know Arn and Tully and how they work. You don't if they, if you if you don't have Arn and Tully, I promise you, you don't get the Hardys. You don't get the Dudleys. You don't get you know um um um. um no, I can't. No, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm drawing blank of tag teams now. But you don't get those. And if you don't get those, you don't get your Young Bucks. You don't get your, you know, uh, Lucha Brothers. You don't get your Jungle, uh, your Lucha Express. I, 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 Arn and Tully are what are is really, I think, I go with the greatest tag team of all time. You can, yeah. and you can throw in the Rock and Roll Express. You can, I, I will, I will, I will always go. Give you know give the benefit of the doubt as far as argument with the Rock and Roll Express. That's a fair assessment, and I don't, I, I can't really knock, you know, Arn and Tully because they definitely were the trendsetters, right? I just when I look at a team that was over in every single promotion, even NWA, right, where Tully, uh, Tully and Arn were, the Legion of Doom was those guys, right? When you looked at tag teams and you're like trying to establish like a team who was just over on look, over on wrestling, and over on psychology, as well as just like just overall badassness. If I put Tully and Arn in the same ring as Legion of Doom, I would always pick the Legion of Doom as the guys who are going to win. Now, they may not win all the time, but off of aesthetic look and just the way that they had their own presentation, I would have chosen them every single time. 10 out of 10. And I think that's what that's what uh, great tag teams have that one shtick, but then they also have like that look, right? Let me let me put it like this, right? Pure ignorance, okay, is over because of your guys' looks. If you guys had came out and looked like every other tag team, that's what you guys would be. Every other tag team. But to me, I look at you guys and I see like you know, you already had the greatest compliment to yourself. I'm just going to echo it, right? I see the Black Briscoes, and I see the Legion of Doom in you guys. You guys are just this team that have, like, it all put together. So, to me, that's, that's you're on, on an epitome level. Like, that's where you guys should be. And I think that's where, I think when I think of great tag teams, that's where the Legion of Doom, well, that's why the Legion of Doom always set that way, because they're charismatic. They both could speak, right? They tore down the houses with ring psychology and yo, they were a huge draw everywhere they went. Didn't matter. Japan, Europe, they wrestle shows in Africa. They in South America and Central America. They in North America. They in, they, <laughs> they outside of, they outside of North Korea beating the shit out of people. 
They were selling out arenas everywhere they go. WWF understood this, right? Hawk was fucked up, right? They brought them into Wembley Stadium still. Let them ride motorcycles down into the into the building, right? Knowing that Hawk was still fucked up because the people were paying to see LOD. Like they weren't paying, like they weren't paying to see anybody else. They had them win the goddamn Royal Rumble tournament, right? The the tag team Royal Rumble. Because they just knew that even at LOD 2000, those guys were over everywhere, man. That's why I just every every time I see the Road Warriors, dude, every time I hear, you know, <laughs> hear Hawk, oh. rush. <laughs> like the hair on my neck and my arms, every even when I'm in the middle of lifting, man, like they just they get jacked. And I'm just like, I'm breaking every single weight in this place and i just i want to go into the dressing room like i want to bust myself open the hard way just so i can have some color and he's like <laughs> like yo i'm on a different level with lod though <laughs> <He's praying. laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's what lod does to me though that's why i'm like that's the greatest thing right there <laughs> um i i i mean as as good as lod what well, i get it i understand but i just I, I, I just look all, I just look at it and you you don't get I feel like you you know without Legion of Doom you still get the you know tag team wrestling lives on. You know what I'm saying? They, you get what I'm saying? They, 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 we don't get we don't get where we're at as far as tag teams without Iron Tully. And I, no, I mean I I, the same way goes with the Legion of Doom. I just all I just feel on and Tully really taught you how to work. How, well, you know the the beauty of tag team wrestling. I think tag team wrestling is the best is is, is the best is the best form of wrestling. Period. Like I, that's just I mean, is it my biased opinion? Yes. Um, but it's my show. <laughs> well, it's a fair assessment because we literally just said that we were going to argue what our two favorites were <laughs> against each other. So yeah, it's supposed to be biased, <laughs> like biased as shit. I, the beauty of tag team wrestling is the best. It's the best wrestling. Um. I, I really don't want to be a single star because I just want to be a tag team wrestler. I just want to be the best tag team. I really, I, that's, I, I, that's what I want, I want. But, you know, hey, who knows? I've always just wanted to paint my face because, like, of Legion of Doom. Like, oh everybody will be like, Sting, like, had the best face paint, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, maybe. But Legion of Doom was the reason why I wanted face paint, like, forever. <laughs> just do that whole thing, like, ah. <laughs> Somebody, wait, <laughs> funny thing, this is why someone try, is trying to airdrop me in my building. Sales iPhone would like to share a photo. No, no photos for you. Yeah, I'm just going to, I don't want, that's, yeah, it could be, I don't want to see nobody's nudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're doing it again. Fine. I, oh, turn my airdrop off. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, obviously we've chosen some great tag teams. You guys can argue it too with us. Uh, I think our last, I put a poll up just like just to see like how it would work out. I think it was like 60-40 uh, Michaels over Jericho. <laughs> like, yeah. But that's still, that's, that's still a massive percentage of people that was agreeing with me that Jericho's the GOAT. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not alone in this argument. 
whatever, whatever, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I just, I, 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 I tell it for me. I'm, I'm a lock in on that one. Yeah. All right. It's time for the greatest segment in all of three count podcasts. It's time for the Red Dogs Power Games. Let's go, Cliff. Let's hit it. Power Rangers. All right. Let's jump in. Number 10, man. Right off the jump, we're going to get right into it. House of Black versus the Evil Uno 10 and Fuego del Sol. Uh, Six-man match, obviously. Uh, this, I'm going to be honest, man. This is a week of tag team wrestling. Let's just put yes. it. It's just appropriate that we chose tag teams. But yeah, this is a week of tag team wrestling. So we're going to talk all about it, right? Number nine, we're going to get into Riddle versus Jimmy Uso on Raw. Just a fire match. Uh, it's great. But we've also seen this match like eight times now with Riddle and Jimmy or Riddle and Jay. Just between Raw and SmackDown, this just happens so many times. Uh, number eight, Jordan Grace, Ty Valkyrie, and um, Mia Yim versus... Uh, Tasha Steeles, Deanna Prazo, and Savannah Evans. Uh, that's our number number eight match. Number seven, Santos Escobar versus Tony D'Angelo on NXT 2.0. Just just good. All around. Just great. Uh, We're going to move into number six. It's Adam Hangman Page versus Takashita uh, on Dynamite. That's just, it was just a great opener. I loved it. Every minute of it. It was great. Uh, well, it was the opener. It was the second match. Um, uh, Let's talk about number five. This is the bench press mark, right? Uh, so this was Oscar versus Becky Lynch on Raw. Because even though it was supposed to be a six-pack challenge originally, it does not take away from the talents of Oscar and Becky who are able to hold down that match for almost 20 minutes. It was good. So get, I can rock with it. Uh, let's move into number four. Um, and this would be Kyle Riley versus Phoenix on Dynamite. Exactly. It's a great, great match. I was like, yo, this is a lot of fun to watch. And uh, just cool to see two different con- contrasting styles be able to blend and work together like you're supposed to. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. You know, let's get into number three. This is the Good Brothers versus OGK on Impact. Okay. Uh, Impact. Yep, Impact. All right. Yeah, Impact holding it down. We're going to go to number two, which is the Briscoes versus Violent by Design on Impact. Because that was another great match. And our number one match, it probably should go without saying, but it is the Usos versus RK Bros on SmackDown. Because let's be real, that match was fire all the way around. Yeah. Uh, wait, did I, I must, did I zone out? Did you say Hangman? Yeah, so Hangman was actually number six. That was number six. That was my match of the week. Okay. That was my match of the week before I was off in uh, the Speed Force. <laughs> it was a good match, man, but I just think comparative to where everything else was, I was Not, like... Tag match was... Tag match was... I will give that. I, that's, that's the only thing I paid attention to. Smackdown, really. <laughs> was the tag match. It, it, was, it was really good. But, um, but yeah, no, yeah, I the Hangman match, I was just like, oh... This is not what I was really expecting, and this is really good. They are really hitting each other. Yikes. Yeah. I'm pumped for him and CM Punk. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun to watch them just beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, but, all righty. Now, that's today's show, guys. Thanks for it. Thanks for making it. Legitimately, thank you for making it. If, if you're my PlayStation people, you get one of the gold trophies, all right, for making it through uh, today's episode because, yeah. Difficulties. 
I don't know the Xbox system. I know they're the different tiers of achievements, but yeah, there was a, there's just achievement and then achievement. So <laughs> great job, guys. Oh, but yeah. Um, thank you for sticking with us, all our podcaster uh, listeners, our audio listeners. You'll have a, a fun time listening to this, and um, I have to listen back to see what all you know, all the comments, because I could hear some of it, but as you were breaking up and not trying to figure it out, but yeah. So thank you for that. Um, if you have not done so, make sure you follow us. All right, uh, all our social media platforms: Twitter, three count underscore pod, Instagram, TikTok, three count pod, all one word. All right, make sure you subscribe. Okay. Subscribe on our YouTube channel, all right? Subscribe on Twitch, all right? Uh, like us on Facebook. I what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, make sure you tune in to Now Entering Ring, all right? The critically acclaimed Now Entering the Ring, okay? The, the uh, hosted by yours true, the Red Dog, all right? Like I said, critically acclaimed. And um, buy a shirt so I have better internet. And I have to use my phone. <laughs> So, yeah, I sure be there next week. Just be there. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Kawaii. Hey, guys. It's the host of The Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else should you do? You should also follow us on all social media. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count Underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E, because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you... Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.